0: mm mm-hmm. I am a son of a horn of a hotel. I am a son sort uh... Allah ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فاما بعد فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما. وقال نبيون محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلّم: إن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بذاء بداع وكل بذاء ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار. My dear brothers and sisters and elders. I have taken a break in the series of khutbah on the rights of Rasulullah sallallahu InshaAllah we will begin them in another two weeks or so because we are now poised on the threshold of Ramadan al-Kareem. <coughs> Bismillah inshaAllah Ramadan will begin either tomorrow or day after tomorrow depending on the sighting of the moon. We go by the hadith of Rasulullah in which there is khair whether the moon is sighted today or whether it is not sighted today in both cases there is only khair we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to grant ramadan to all of you in perfect health in strong iman and with enough free time and the tawfiq to use that free time only and only to please allah subhanahu wa taala my brothers and sisters Before I go forward I want to remember And ask you to remember All those who were with us last Ramadan But are not here today About one of them I got news just this morning A young man 28 years old Totally fit His name was Atta Sarar Please make dua for him He got up and died just like that. No COVID. No chronic illness. No history of anything. Perfectly healthy 20 year, 28 year old man. Some of his family here. I live here. He passed away in Connecticut. The funeral is the janaza is in New York. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive him. To grant him his death as if it happened in Namazah inshaAllah. Because for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala there is no time. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to fill his cover with noor, to save him from the adab of the cover, and to give sabr to his family. Truly, this is something that may Allah protect all parents from. It's not easy to lose a child. But we all come with our expiry dates written, except that we can't read the expiry date. We read the date of manufacture, but we don't read the expiry date. ...but it comes with it. Everything that is manufactured... ...has an expiry date. Kullu nafsin zaiqatul mawt. So when we think of those... ...who were with us last Ramadan... ...but are not with us this Ramadan... ...the question is... ...did they know... ...that last Ramadan... ...was going to be the last Ramadan... ...of their lives... Had they known, what would they have done differently? This is not an intellectual question about them. This is a question I ask myself and I request you to ask yourself. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you many Ramadans in perfect health and Iman and and in a way that is pleasing to him. But whatever it is, whether you get one more or whether you get 10,000 more, one will be your last one will be my last and maybe my last is this one what is the way to take advantage of that is to treat every Ramadan as if you received a direct instruction from Allah to say this is your last Ramadan make the best of it because I am calling you as if we are not going to get that Because death does not come announced for us. Let us treat this month as if it is going to be our last. Because if not this then something some other month. Meaning some other year that Ramadan will be our last. So let us not regret once we face Malakul Maut. And let us try to do the most we can for Allah. Understanding that what we do for Allah is really for ourselves because Allah does not need anything. My brothers and sisters, Ramadan comes to help us to restore and repair our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The only connection that matters. And the only connection that will go with us in the hereafter. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His great mercy sent Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I billahi be Allah shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir raheem. Ya ayyuha ladhina amanu kutiba alaykumu al-Siyamu kama kutiba ala ladhina min قبلكum. Kama kutiba ala al-Ladhina min قبلكum. Lallakum tattakun. All you who believe, Fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you so that you may become muttaqoon. So that you may become people who are concerned about the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your lives. So that you may become people who have only one single criterion of decision making and that is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fasting drives home the meaning of taqwa. To do something only because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes it. Whether it makes sense or not Whether we like it or not We do it because Allah told us to do it That's it In Ramadan we hold ourselves back From enjoying what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla jalal who made halal Only because he said so Only because he told us to do so How important therefore is it To stop ourselves from doing What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made haram If during the period of the fast, we don't eat or drink or have a physical relationship with our spouses, all of which are normally halal, only because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered it, how can we eat and drink haram, have haram relationships, buy and sell haram, deal in interest, and do other things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited for us throughout our lives. Ramadan is the time to reflect on ourselves and our lives and make changes that will correct our relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. My brothers and sisters, believe me, a day will come when we will either be very happy and very glad we did this, or we will weep tears of blood that we didn't. The most important thing to do is therefore to set goals for ourselves to become muttaqun, to live our lives with only one goal and that is to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla jalaluhu ramadan is the month of the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared about this Shahru ramadan alladhi unzila feehil qur'anu dallin nas wa bayyinatin minal huda wa bayyinatin minal huda wal furqan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the month of Ramadan in which was revealed the Qur'an. A guidance for mankind and clear proof for the guidance and the criterion. The Qur'an is the living speech of Al-Hayyul Qayyum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu. The sahaba Ridwanullahi Majmain understood this. And they went to Rasulullah wasallam for all matters, seeking Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's decision. They knew that Allah was seeing them, was listening to them. Allah knew what they needed, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave them, and Allah could give them. So they asked. One of the most beautiful stories about this, in terms of the al nuzul of the Quran, is the story of Khawla bint salaba and her husband Aus bin Al-Samit radiyallahu anhu and this story in asbab al-Nuzul is related in Musnad Imam Ahmad and in Abu Dawud and is also quoted by Allah ibn Kaseer in his Tafsir Tafsir bin kathir at the beginning of Suratul Mujadila. Khawla عنها, narrates herself she said by Allah concerning me and Aus bin Samit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the beginning of Surah al-Mujadala. I was married to him and he was an old man who was bad tempered. Now, Audbin Samit was a Badri Sahabi. He's one of the greatest sahaba of Rasulullah, Sallallahu but we all have our issues. So he said one day he, he came in from outside and I raised a particular matter with him and he became angry. And he said to me, You are like the back of my mother. The Arabs had this custom called zihar where they would say something like this and that would leave the woman now in limbo. She is neither married nor she is not married. She is not divorced. a Very, very horrible custom. So, she, he did this. He said, you are like the back of my mother. And then he went, went away. He said, she says he went back and he went out and he sat with some of his friends and so on. Then he came back and he wanted to have a physical relationship with me and I said, no way. She says, I said, no way, you are not touching me until Allah decides on this matter. You said what you said, Allah will decide. And having said that, she said, I got up, I went to a friend's house, I borrowed a cloak and I went to see Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. She said, I went to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and I sat before him and I told him my story. Now Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he knew all these people. They were his friends, they were his relatives. Aus bin Thamit was in any case a cousin of Khawla radiallahu anha. So Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa tried to pacify her, he tried to say, look, you know, take it easy, cool down, and so on, so on, and it's okay, he's an old man. He said, no. She said, no, this matter has to be decided. And she said, I decided I will not leave there until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides the matter. And then she said, I suddenly saw Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa in the condition as when he receives Bai, which is? As if he is Bearing a huge load As if he is semi-conscious And then she said When he Got back his consciousness He said to her Ya khawla Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed Quran Concerning you and your husband And she said That he recited for me Subhanahu just when you read these things, don't just listen to the stories. Just put yourself in that situation. What kind of people are these? She asked a question, Allah is answering. And the Nabi alayhi salam is saying, this came for you and he is reciting it to her. Subhanallah il Subhanallah ibi The reason I'm saying this to you before I recite this is because this is the living kalam of the living Rabb. Jalla jalaluhu al hayyul qayyum. And this applies to you and me, just like it applied to them. And Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم recited, "Qadu Sami Allahu Qaula Alati Tujadiluk Fi Zawjiha Wa tashtaki Tashdaki Ilallah, Wallahu Yasmau Ta'awrakumaa Inna Allah Sami'um basir الذين يظاهرون منكم من نسائهم ما هن امهاتهم ما هن امهاتهم ان, إن امهاتهم الا لئي ولدنهم وانهم ليقولون منكرا من القول وزورا وان الله لعفو غفور والذين يظاهرون من نسائهم ثم يَعُوذُونَ لما قالوا لما قالوا فتحرير رَقَبَةٍ من قبل ان يتماسه ذلكم توعظون به والله بما تعملون خبير فَمَنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ فَصِيامُ شَهْرينِ مُتَتَابِعينِ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَتَمَاسَهُ فَمَنْ لَمْ يَسْتَطِعْ فَإِتَعَامُ سِتِينَ مِسْكِينَا ذَلِكَ لِتُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَتَوَتِّلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ وَتِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed which means Indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has heard the statement Has heard her statement Khawla bin Salaba, That disputes with you Leads with you Argues with you O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Concerning her husband Auz bin Thamid, And complains to Allah And Allah hears the argument between you both. Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearer, all seer. Those among you who make their wives unlawful with az-zihar to them by saying to them you are like my mother's back. They cannot be their mothers. None can be their mothers except those who gave them birth. And verily they utter an ill word and a lie. And verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is oft forgiving oft pardoning, oft forgiving. And those who make unlawful to them their wives by az and wish to free themselves from what they utter, free themselves from the punishment, the penalty, the kafara in that case is the freeing of a slave before they touch each other. That is an admonition to you so that you may not return to such an ill thing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all aware of what you do and who and he who does not have the money for freeing a slave must fast two successive months before they touch each other and for him who is unable to do so he should feed 60 masakin 60 poor people that is in order that you may have perfect faith in Allah, in Allah and his messenger these are the limits set by Allah and for the disbelievers there's a painful torment now see the dynamics of this. Khawla bin Talaba comes to Rasulullah sallallahu to complain about her husband. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is trying to pacify her. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hears it. Sayyid Aisha Anha says about this particular incident. She said when she came I was in my room next to this. I very carefully tried to hear what she was saying. She said I, could not hear, I couldn't hear her. She was speaking so softly. Out of Adab for Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, she said, I could not hear her in the next room, but her Rabb heard her on the seventh heaven, above the seventh heaven on his arsh. So she comes now, she is angry with her husband, she is very mad at him because that's why she came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It's not a small, small, not a small thing, she is very angry with him. She came there, she complained and Allah agrees with her. And Allah revealed Quran and Allah revealed punishment for her husband. Do this, if you don't do this, you will be punished. What would anybody normally do? You would say, yay, I won. Let him suffer. Get it, let him get it in the neck. What do I care? Yeah? But these were different people. Eh? Their hearts were different. So Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to her, tell your husband to release a slave. She says, ya Rasulullah, he has, he has no slaves. And he doesn't have the money to release a slave. Excuse me? You came to complain? Now you are speaking in favor of the man. Eh? You came to complain about him. Now you are taking his side so to speak. This is the heart of the Muslim. Whatever happened, happened. We forgive. This is the heart of the Muslim. Whatever happened, happened. We forgive. Ya Rasulullah, he does not have the money. Nabi said then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says fast for 60 days. He says Ya Rasulullah, he is an old man. He can't fast for 60 days. He is weak, he can't fast for 60 days. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, then tell him to feed 60 people. She said, yeah, Rasulullah, he has got no money. How will he feed 60 people? He cannot feed 60 people. Now see the Nabi alayhi wa This is two people. He has nothing to do with the Prophet sallallahu right? He is not involved in this whole thing. Somebody comes, he is the judge. You come with a complaint, I give you the ruling. It's up to you. you do what you want. No. Rasulullah sallallahu said, okay, I have one faraq. Of dates, it's a measure. Two faraks, make one wasak. So, how much do you need to feed sixty people? One wasak. Alaihi Wasallam said, I have half of this, I will give you. And this one who came to complain, she said, Ya Rasulullah, I have another half, I will put that in. Wasallam said, Now go, give it all in charity and look after your cousin well. Now think about this. During this whole thing, does he know what is going on? Does Ausbin Samit know what's happening? No. He has no clue. Did he apologize to her? He, she forgave him, right? Did he apologize to her? Did he say, please, I am extremely sorry. I'm No, nothing, nothing, nothing. He said what he had to say. He does not know what happened. He does not know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed. All this will come later. She has forgiven him, even though he did not even seek forgiveness. He didn't ask her to forgive. Eh? Despite that, she did that. Forgiveness and mercy are symbols. They are the innate signature of Islam. So to welcome Ramadan, let us first clean our hearts. Do not carry garbage in your hearts. All negative emotions are garbage. All grudges are garbage. All hatred is garbage. All resentment is garbage. Forgive each other and seek their forgiveness. اقول قبل هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى عليه وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما Taala My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you, let us clean our hearts before Ramadan. Do not enter Ramadan with your heart. Which has resentment and grudges and hatred about with for anybody. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept the du'as of a person who hates his brother or a lady who hates her sister. Allah does not accept the du'a of a person who's carrying a grudge about another person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Let the du'a be there, let them settle it first, then I will accept the du'a. Don't do that to yourself. Do not do that to yourself. And remember, whoever you think did something to you. It is less than what people did to Rasulullah. Sallallahu he forgave them, so you forgive him if you follow him. If you don't follow him, that is your choice. Abu Hurair said in, reported in a hadith in Abu Dawood, that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it is not lawful it is not legal it is not permissible for a muslim to forsake for a muslim not to return salam for a muslim to not to speak to his brother beyond 3 days and brother here means brother sister it is not lawful for a muslim to forsake his muslim brother for 3 days and whosoever does so for more than 3 days and dies will certainly enter jahannam we ask allah to save us from this aisha siddiqah radhiyallahu anha said rasulullah She asked him, she said ya rasulullah if i get laylatul qadr what dua I should i make what did he teach her allahumma innaka afuwwun tuhibbul afu, o oh allah you are forgiving and generous you love to forgive so forgive me abdullah ibn amr ibn al as radhiyallahu anhu said Rasulullah ﷺ said Be merciful to others And you will receive mercy Forgive others And Allah will forgive you And this is in Musnad Muhammad Please understand All of these things are conditional Have mercy You will get mercy If you don't have mercy What will happen Forgive others Allah will forgive you If you don't forgive What will happen Right So please let us Let us wake up My brothers and sisters Ramadan Al-Kareem is The month of the Quran So let us have Let us have targets and goals with respect to the Qur'an, how much more than usual will I read in Ramadan? What do I intend to do about understanding it better? And most, most importantly, what do I intend to do about living my life according to the Qur'an? The best example of that is the life of Rasulullah <laughs> So, which means if I want to live my life according to the Qur'an, I must live my life according to the life of Rasulullah <laughs> wasallam what is the beauty of that? The beauty of that is then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the one who emulates Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. rahim. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do that and to give us this. The second point of Ramadan is Ramadan is the month of dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا qareeb." <laughs> and when my slaves ask you, Oh Muhammad sallallahu concerning me, then answer them that I am indeed near by my knowledge. I respond to the dua of the supplicant when he calls on me directly without anyone in between, without mediators, intercessors. So let them obey me and believe in me so that they may be rightly guided. <coughs> my brothers and sisters, Understand these two conditions, Dua, the, 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 the ayat says, دَعْ 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 Two conditions, let them obey me and let them have uh, belief in me. Obedience comes first, we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he is our creator and he created us to worship him which is the highest form of obedience. If we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then he will kindle the light of guidance in our heart Which is what we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about dua وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ اُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَقْبِرُونَ عَنِبَادَتِي سَيَدْخُلُونَ جَهَنَّمَ دَاخِرِينَ And your rab said Call me اُدْعُونِ I will respond to your dua Verily those who (coughs) who scorn my worship They don't believe in Islam or they don't make dua they will surely enter Jahannam in humiliation. And numan bin Bashir radiallahu anhu said, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Wasallam said, Dua is worship itself. Then he recited this ayah where Allah said, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُُّضُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنِ بَادَتِي سَيَدْخُرُونَ جَهَنَمَ ذاخِلِينَ Your Rab said, call upon me and I will respond to you. Verily, those who disdain my worship will enter Jahannam in humiliation. Dua is worship worship is dua and that is why it is not permissible to make dua to anyone other than Allah because it is not permissible to worship anyone other than Allah let us learn to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through dua we obey Allah Jalla jalaluhu, because we believe that one day we will stand before him and we want that day to be the best day of our lives Ramadan is the time to reflect and sincerely ask ourselves whether we really believe in the meeting with Allah The test is to check our actions. When actions match belief, that is truthfulness and sidq. When they don't, that is hypocrisy and nifaq. We know what happens to those who are truthful and we know what happens to those who are hypocrites. We must choose. Ramadan is the time to make that choice before we are called to account. ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكن من الخاسرين اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما عاتيت واخينا واصرف شر ما قضيت فانك تاخذي ولا يقضى عليك فانه لا يظلم من ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعالى نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب اليك اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين واذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر دعاة الدين اللهم شد شملهم ودمر ديارهم ومزق جمعهم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شأننا كل لا اله الا انت امين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر باللذ والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والباغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عُدُو يستجيب لكم ولذكر الله اكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون اخيب السلام